Hi, and welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. Today, we're excited to feature Harley Hilton. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a freelance production manager and assistant director, um, and I'm a student at Full Sail University. Um, so I kind of like putting all the logistics of film sets together. <laughs> oh, this is so cool to talk to somebody. I've usually just talked to, you know, filmmakers. I talk to, you know, animators. So I've never gotten to talk to somebody who's doing more of the, you know, production, you know, management of it. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. So what um, inspired you to become a filmmaker and specifically get into, you said production management. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Sorry. Um, So I've always been a storyteller, but um, the outlet that I've used kind of has evolved over the years. Um, When I was younger, I would make movies of of sorts through PowerPoint. And then I had a little camcorder and I would start filming things. And then I, um, once I was like a teenager, I realized that I could do pursue filmmaking as a career. And so when I started out, I was, you know, production assistant and I kind of explored the different departments. Then I went to script supervisor, assistant directing, and I realized I really liked assistant directing. (laughs) So then I started doing production management too. Oh, I love that. I love how you just kind of, you actually started working in different areas and found weird place. I love that because that's actually kind of what I've been doing is just trying different things, even in my own school life, actually just trying different parts of different, you know, not careers, but like different jobs to kind of find what do I like? So I like hearing somebody that's, that's done it that way as well. I love that. <laughs> so you said you're at Full Sail University um, and you start out, you know, as a production assistant and you're interested in assistant directing and project management. So can you tell us a little bit about kind of what um, you're hoping to do um, after you graduate? Yeah, um, I want to you know, keep working on film sets like I've been doing. Um, Ideally, um, working in production and producing is for sure what I want to do. That is what I enjoy the most. And so um, I would love to work on like narrative series. I'm a big fan of like TV over movies. Um, That's a little bit, you know, more intense, but I really like like the stories that are extended and have like a bigger universe and continuously. (laughs) that i'd love to hear like you said i knew somebody um that actually did tv um not narrative storytelling but he did like tv like hgtv and i remember he said it was a lot of work but hey if you can do it that is awesome so i think that's great um i'm i'm thinking of uh what was the pbs series that my mom likes so much poldark series talking about narrative and keep keep i don't know if you're familiar with that one and so that was a really cool one uh that was also i think a film series so i love that um yeah so can you tell us a little bit about the film that you submitted to swift yeah so the film that i submitted to swift is called roomies for life and it's about a group of roommates you know i think all of us have all of us at one point or another have lived with people and there's been some sort of disagreements between who's going to do what or you know i didn't like that and so it's about four roommates who are in the apocalypse and they return to their old apartment And, you know, there's clearly all of this, like, really intense things going on outside, and they just basically resume their old arguments over the dishes, or, like, you were too loud when you were playing video games, things like that, even though there's, like, clearly a much bigger issue. Um, And it's a genre-bending sort, um, 
of sort of films. So there is, we go through like a bunch of different genres throughout during the, the core one is post-apocalyptic, but then the flashbacks that's like, oh no, you did this are in like over-exaggerated flashbacks that are from the perspective of the person telling the story. And so they're in different, um, they're in different like genres of sorts. <laughs> love that so you're really bringing together a lot of different genres and the way i don't want to guess i want you to state your mess uh the message of your film um for the audience but um i, I don't want to try to or, or try to guess exactly what it is but i think it's neat that what you're using is a post-apocalyptic circumstances to portray something that happens all the time with roommates so i love that um so yeah could you kind of give us a one sentence uh description of the message that you were trying to portray to your audience yeah it's just like you know when there's a crisis it's best to put aside your differences and focus on working together um and just focusing on old disagreements is not going to help no progress is going to be made I love that. That's awesome. I love the setting. That's that's it's almost like so is this is there any sense of I haven't seen it yet. So is there any sense of like comedy involved or is it more like just sarcasm trying to like, hey, this is stupid, you know, after a situation like this and you're still arguing about, you know, little stuff. Is that kind of what you're going for? Yeah, it's mostly comedic. Um, it kind of starts out like how it feels like more serious and then it jumps pretty quickly into that first flashback and you realize like, okay, no, this is just like a comedic back and forth between the, the four roommates. Okay, I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so um, I guess my next question then is where can we find your film? Yeah, so you can find it on my YouTube channel, uh, Prince Honey Studio. And um, there's actually behind the a behind the scenes video also because we made the film and as part of a 48 hour film contest so we <laughs> made the entire thing <laughs> in 48 hours that's awesome yeah and you guys i know a little bit about full cell and you guys work pretty much like continuously right it's not like the typical college like you're actually like working like non-stop like full-time job is that correct <laughs> yeah okay, it's, um yeah so i attend online but basically it's a new class every month so each class is four weeks and so there's it's a very intensive like you go through it and like you have four weeks to complete like some of these projects well, that's awesome well i'm online too so i love that but mine are like eight weeks not four weeks so <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's awesome um yeah so um, my next question then is if we could get your social media hand. Well, you gave, I guess, one of your social media handles. So that might be the only one um, that you're, if you're interested sharing anymore, you said that was, was that your Instagram or is that also YouTube? YouTube. Well? Um, YouTube. That's YouTube, but it's also Instagram and Facebook. It's all just, and we have a website too. So friendsunnystudio.com, friendsunnystudio on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all of it. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Yeah. So um now i'd like to ask you about any other films that you have made in your past or if you'd like to talk about you can do both as well um or if you'd like to focus on some that you'd like to make in the future i know you said you wanted to kind of get into narrative tv series so um could you talk a little bit about um either one of those yeah so the first film i made i raised money on indiegogo and I was 16 years old. And ironically, that was a zombie film. So another kind of like apocalyptic vibe. And I spent, used my 
spring break in high school to film that. And then I've made a few other projects um, since being in college. And those are kind of still finalizing all the edits and stuff before release. So I'll kind of hold off on that. But those are a little bit more comedic and not apocalyptic things. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I have like a few series that I would like to produce in the future. Um, one that I'm kind of like in the process of writing is kind of a focus on OCD because I have OCD and so I kind of want to like highlight some of um, the pain points of having that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome to hear. And I love the fact that you're doing this because I think a lot of people I know, a lot of people think, you know, you know, they sometimes we, you know, not intentionally, but make jokes like, oh, I have a OCD if I like, you know, um, keeping, you know, one certain thing clean. But a lot of times there's a lot, I know there's a lot more because I think my, uh, I know my sister had it too. And it's just, there's a lot more to it than just like, I'm a neat freak. You know, it's not, it's not like yeah. just neat. And so I think a lot of people, we use it almost too flippantly. And so it's good to see actually, you know, let people know what it really, what it really entails. Um, yeah. So I'd kind of like to switch gears and ask you a fun question. And that is, do you have a favorite movie or if you could list your top three, um, I know this is a really difficult question, so <laughs> just kind of give us um, or an idea, genre that you really lean toward. So I don't really lean toward any genre in particular, but I would say, like, I definitely have a handful of favorite movies, but like top three, I would say Hoodwinked, um, yes. Office Space, and the 2003 live action Cat in the Hat. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's kind of like a, a mix. I guess they're all more like comedic ones, but they're di very different styles. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's. I always ask, you know, people, sometimes people do have a specific theme. Most people like to do a little bit of everything, but sometimes people are like, oh, I really like horror. I like that. So I always like to ask if there's something that, um, you know, you kind of lean toward, because I think that's always interesting, because I do tend to lean toward, I guess, more of the comedy or romance drama that kind of thing. I don't watch horror because I'm I'm a chicken, so I don't watch it. But that's awesome. Um, I like yeah. a lot of stories that are kind of told out of order. Um, oh. Those are kind of fun too. That's like any any movie that has like um, some kind of inconsistency with the order of how it's told and bounces around. Those are really fun. <laughs> so, are you? Um, this is a little bit different, but are you? Do you like any like time travel as well? Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I know my my mom always watched the time travel. So um, I don't know if that's always going back. Well, sometimes it is going back and forth. But um, I think that's she loves that. And I always get so confused. So but I think that's great. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so we have a few more minutes left, I believe. So I would like to kind of uh, continue and ask you if you have any resources that you would recommend or advice um, that you would give to other aspiring filmmakers out there. Uh, use social media to your advantage to like look for um, things that are going on in your local community or local filmmakers that you could learn from, take a part of their projects, um, and just find entry-level jobs on set and just go and do it. Don't wait for a right time, just start participating because it's going to be the fastest way you learn and networking is going to be your most valuable tool. I love that. That is so important. I think a lot of people um, that's something a lot of people need to hear. I've heard a lot of people mention Facebook, but I think a lot of people think, you know, oh, we'll wait till, you know, you know, in, or wait till I know this, that and it's really you just got to get in and start working because you'll learn on the job. So yes. that's. Um, yeah, so for my last question on the list, at least I'd like to ask 
um, if you'd like to talk about any exciting things that have happened in your journey as an aspiring filmmaker. Yeah, so I mean, this film festival, the Swift Film Festival is certainly an exciting event. I was like really happy that we got accepted. Because like I said, we made the film in 48 hours. So, um, and then I was even more surprised that we were nominated for an award. And then we actually won the the quarterfinalists for the ex best experimental film, which was really exciting. <laughs> Um, and then like this year I've worked on more film sets than I have in any other year of my career. And it's, you know, we're halfway through the year. So I'm like very excited and it's been just wonderful, like learning experience and opportunities and, um, just like a good way to grow my profession and network with other filmmakers. I love that. That is so great. Yeah, that is awesome. And you said you're an online student, correct? Correct. So if you don't mind me asking, it's totally, you do not have to answer this if you, if you don't want to, um, but what made you choose online specifically? Because I feel like a lot of people, the reason I'm asking this is I've talked mostly to people going to film schools, occasionally they don't, but a lot of people feel like they have to go to a film school or, you know, be somewhere. What, how, what would you say to that person? Because in, in my opinion, you don't have to, I mean, like I'm a business major, so it's totally, everybody takes their own path. So if you don't mind me asking, what was it that kind of made you decide, hey, I can do this online. Like, I don't need to be in person to do this. So I had started college on um, in person and there was, you know, obviously some benefits to going in person, but I found like sitting in in-person classes Yes. I just get so bored and like it, it just drags on. And so finding an accelerated program that was online that I can kind of just do not at my own pace, but like I don't have a set like lecture that I have to attend. I can view the recordings, take breaks and um, ask my own questions and participate in discussion boards and stuff. And I find that to be valuable, especially with how chaotic, chaotic my schedule is working in freelance like film production. And it just makes everything a lot smoother. <laughs> no, I love that. Cause I also think like what you're doing is also great. I think everybody, everybody has their own path and everybody likes different things, but I like kind of what you're saying of you're actually, you know, kind of doing stuff on sets, taking the time while you're in college. And I think that's really important if you can do that. So I think that's really great. Um, yeah. So I'd like to end on one last question on our last minute. And that is, why do you think movies, storytelling, filmmaking, why do you think it's important? Um, people can find movies or stories that they relate to, and it helps a lot of people, I feel like, feel like they are not alone in a lot of experiences. And it can also just like bring people together um, when people have like a shared interest or a shared film. I find that's a very quick way that you might make a new friend or bond with a group of people. And it's an experience, you know, you can go watch movies with friends and then talk about it after, or just overall be like, oh, I relate to that. That means somebody, because the people that created this, somebody else has experienced this or has felt this way too. And um, that's a good part of like mental health too. <laughs> it brings people together and I love that. That's awesome. It's a great way, great answer and a great way to end this session. So. Thank you um, for being a part of the Film Sessions podcast. It was great having you, great meeting you, and have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Mm -hmm.